Frog Gaming Podcast. You are joined by your usual hosts here, uh, Ben Porter, hey. Charlotte Porter, hey. and myself, Josh Hartley. That was a very good way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You had to make like a weird shape with your mouth to produce that that noise. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Um, so we've get. We were saying before we 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 just started before we hit record there. Fair bit of stuff to talk about this week because we've been doing a bit of gaming yeah. ourselves. And there's been a little bit of news as well. So little, little bit. Where are we going to start? Uh, I think we'll probably start with the news. I think because I think there's only really like two, a couple three, of things. Three, I can a think couple of. of things. Well, what are the three you're thinking of? Um, start well, with the obvious one, right? Hero Quest. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a website uh, hosted by Hasbro and Avalon Hill, and it has Hero Quest written on it and there's a countdown on it yeah. so as of recording in 10 days time we're going to find something out um, probably a new edition of Hero Quest I'm guessing yeah I mean well so here's the thing right I, I had Hero Quest when I was a kid mm-hmm. I remember it being fun it seems to be held in very high regard with, uh, with other people I don't remember it being amazing that's I think thing. that's nostalgia isn't it yeah it's cool though. Like I like I like it, and um, you know, was up for another dungeon crawl. So it'll be interesting to see if they change it much, or if they go for that think, sort of eighties. Mm, yeah, it's, it's difficult to say. I mean, like the, the the market's saturated with dungeon crawlers now. So yeah. it's you know, like Hero Quest's probably like the original dungeon crawling board game. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see, like you say, how it's received. Whether they decide to just go. For a, you know, like a very pure reimagining and packaging of the original thing, or if they do um, modernize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. If it's Avalon Hill, it makes me think that they might go down the road of nostalgia, keeping it quite close to the original, because they, of course, did Betrayal at House in the Hill. Mm-hmm. I think, to be fair, that's that's the pe- that's what the people would want. Yeah, I think so. Might not be what we need. <laughs> not Charlotte. I don't really have much to say on it. <laughs> Never played it. Never played no it. interest in it. Uh, I know what it is, but I don't really have much on it. Uh, so the next item of news is uh, the Magic the Gathering card game is getting a set based in the Forgotten Realms, which mm-hmm. is the Dungeons and Dragons universe. Yeah, um, so obviously Wizards of the Coast, the company behind Magic the Gathering, are also the company behind Dungeons and Dragons. Um, well, they, they own Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, yeah. yeah. But like this is, um, it makes sense to me. In fact, the more I think about it, the more I think, why, why haven't they done this sooner? Um, but, like, you know, it, Dungeons and Dragons, very popular. A lot of people invested in that system and the, the, the setting that most of the games of Dungeons and Dragons are played in, the Forgotten Realms. So it makes sense to formally bring that into the Magic universe. I think some people have some mixed feelings on that. Yeah, well, I understand the mixed feelings. And the thing mm. that I would say is it makes sense, but at the same time, 
uh, as far as tabletop gaming goes, role players and card game players could not be more far removed from one another. Yeah, sure. I mean, like I know, you... like I know, I know the likes of yourself. You you dabble in both, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people that just role play and or vice, just, or vice just play, versa, just play card games. Yeah, and I don't know that they would really have any interest in like. A and maybe this is maybe this mashup. isn't like a, an attempt to sort of te- like you know bring those people over who maybe never even thought of trying Magic the Gathering we were saying like Magic's in a bit of a not a great spot right now it's, no and it's it's not just like I mean definitely the pandemic's not helped because you can't really meet up to do tournaments or, or bri- like very briefly you you were able to go to very small events but that's been kiboshed again because yep. in Scotland you you're not allowed to um, have gatherings of more than six people and I'm pretty mm. sure it's the same in, same in England yeah, same throughout yeah. the UK I think yeah, yeah. Um, no no that's not helped at all and for me that is the big draw of playing Magic the Gathering it's, it's the organised play right? yeah and like it's like any hobby right it's kind of an excuse to see and hang out with people right so yeah. there's, there's a group of, like I've talked about the guys from Geekaboo uh, and we're, we're still in touch and we still play Magic the Gathering over webcam but yeah, the main draw for me was just to to go along to a draft on a Sunday and just hang out with people and have fun. Um, I think I think that I you know we're talking about this uh, this afternoon, and I I, th- I think that you know when it comes from the for the end of year report, I think like the some of the Wizards of the Coast execs are definitely going to portion a lot of blame for their uh, reduced sales on the pandemic. But like you said, it's not. It's not just that yeah. though. The the standard sets have not been they've been fine to draft. It's been a long time since we've had like a bad set to actually draft. But to like the competitive environments, they've been absolutely disastrous. We've had emergency bannings. We've had entire mechanics re- like changed to make sure that they're not broken. Um, it's not been great at all for Magic the Gathering. There is one set this year that I've absolutely adored, and it's got nothing to do with the competitive scene at all. Um, so, you know, that's it. And to be honest, like, I, I have no interest in playing, like, standard or any of the sort of competitive formats right now. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of people are in that position as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, and cer- certainly, like, I, I don't play Magic the Gathering. I don't have my ear to the ground the way you do. But I speak to a lot of people in wargaming, mm-hmm. and the consensus seems to be that um that actually a lot of people are ditching magic to play games like 40k speaking of which speaking of which um there's the they had another uh, reveal stream uh on the day of recording today mm-hmm. uh, Saturday the 12th and uh no massive surprises there was one massive surprise for me yeah, for yeah, okay. We'll come to that in a moment, yeah. though. But so, but basically, it was showcasing the the two big codexes for uh, Necrons and Space Marines, and the long expected multi part plastic kits for those two factions. That being said, all the miniatures revealed today looked fantastic. Yeah, particularly I love the Necron miniatures. Yeah. In fact, you would like the the new Necron. Yeah. I don't think you've seen them no, yet, have you? Yet. Yeah, the. Oh, so they? so yeah so the the, the big because I like the, I like the models in um, the elite edition. The so Silent the, the the Silent King I think we'd already seen before, hadn't we? Yes. 
Um, but the, the the big thing that they're pushing with Necrons now is uh, is these uh, the Destroyer cult, which is Necrons that um, that are so bent on destroying organic life that they are beginning to modify themselves. So you've got these weird sort of like like centaur esque serpentine yeah that sort of they thing they look awesome yeah, yeah. so you so you've got that and uh, they, they've also got a couple in, oh, the, the flayed ones new flayed ones so you know what yeah. could be more horrifying than robots that want to murder all life uh, robots um, robots that want to murder all life and wear its flesh yep gross um, yeah. but Ooh. like for me the, the highlight of the new Necrons you just hear Tralatoon is the, the two new psychers they revealed yeah they're awesome so you get the Chronomancer and the Psychomancer that guy's the second favourite mini reveal today for me I like the Chronomancer yeah um, and we, there's, so they revealed new uh, sp- new space marines mm-hmm. um, we we saw a new captain who looks badass? He does. He look does. Badass. Um, he's he's got a heavy bolt rifle this time now. Mm-hmm. So, in in keeping with the new edition, Space Marines are getting more DACA across the board. Yeah. Because that's really what was missing, particularly from the Primaris range. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they had a lot of the the sort of bog standard guns, and you know they're pretty tough because they all have at least two wounds yep. across the board. But they didn't really have any guns that had oomph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until until now so you've got um uh you've got heavy intercessors yeah now so you actually have a a troop squad that are in gravis armor which is the heavy armor and they all have uh, heavy bolt rifles as well which is awesome uh range ridiculous yes uh, <laughs> and there's there's strength 5 across the board yeah uh, we saw some, nuts. so the new uh, eradicators, which we'd seen previously in Indomitus, but these are like the mm-hmm. more highly detailed multi-part ones. Uh, Blade Guard veterans, and my personal favourite, the new multi-part assault intercessors. They look really cool. Uh, I particularly like the the uh, way they've made that sergeant with the thunder hammer and hand flamer. Seems up your street, Ben. Yep. I like the the one that looks like he's running. They're, they're very, they're very dynamic. Me. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Very dynamic poses. Because this was the, I think, this would have been one of my criticisms of the Space Marine range up until now, is that they were very static. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of dynamism within these models. You get a, a guy who's just holding a, a belt of grenades, ready to ro- launch them all. Uh, there was one that you really liked, Josh. Uh, I don't think it's here, but he's... Um, in the middle. Oh, he's changing a mag- uh, a clip. Yeah, so you actually oh. see the clip dropping out That's of his pistol. Cool. And he's so got another one to load right yeah. into it. It's um, awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, for me, they were the they were oh. the stars of the show. Okay. Mm. Uh, really great kit, and I think like for an army, you really want to really like your basic troop. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's what you're gonna have most of, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so that that's I mean I I've I've got my infiltrators for my space mm-hmm. marines, and I think I'm going to get a box of the assault intercessors, and that'll be me. I'll oh, have, you'll you'll have more than yeah, enough, right? I'll, I'll have uh, I'll have then twenty infiltrators and fifteen intercessors. So we're laughing. 
Um, uh, so the last mini for the uh, Space Marines revealed was the Storm Speed, or the basically the Primaris Land Speeders, right? And they come in various flavors. Um, you're not keen on them, like you're not keen on like vehicles in general, mind. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I like I like pirate ships and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I mean, so like I'm I'm eventually gonna. Uh, be working on some Caradron Overlords, mm. so I'm quite looking forward to doing the airships. Yeah, but they're quite high fantasy. But the yeah, I, I just don't like see the the sort of boxy. There doesn't look to be anything special about them. Yeah, it it, it looks like well, this is a land speeder, but primarily yeah, it's, yeah. it's got it's got no personality. You know? Yeah, uh, there is one thing about the two codices uh, that we need to mention rules wise. And it is they've revealed that they're going to have specific things for crusade mode, which I think is yeah. what we're really excited. Yeah, about. Yeah, so so going for, like crusade is basically um, like campaigns mm. with extra bells and whistles. Yeah, so a bit more narrative allows you to build your army as you go, but um, like the your your troops and your characters can get battle honors. I think the thing that I was most excited about was if you've got a space marine character who has a certain amount of injuries on him you can use your requisition points to make him a dreadnought. Yeah, so it's so, like he's died in a battle, but yeah. they're like, he's no, been... we need, we have the technology, yeah. we can rebuild him, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. bring him back as a dreadnought. Yeah. It's really neat, really fluffy, you know, and it, it means that your dreadnoughts aren't just these sort of mechs, like you're, you're getting to build backstory for all your army yeah. as well. Yeah. So the funny thing, and this was the surprise for me, so before the stream started, because we knew that we were going to talk about the, these two codices. I was saying to Ben, you know what? We're in on the ground floor of a new edition. I might just collect all the codexes, uh, codices as they come out. Um, Games Workshop heard me say that and said, oh, you want to buy all the books, do you? So they announced four additional books that are all going to be released before the end of 2020. Wow. Three supplements to uh, the new uh, Codex Space Marines. Yep, so you've got uh, Blood Angels, mm -hmm. Space Wolves, yep. and Death Watch. They're the supplements. But the fourth one is the one I'm excited about, an entire new Codex for Death Guard. Hey. Yes! I get my two wound Death Guards sooner than I thought I would. Yep. <laughs> so um, that that was... The, I mean, the, this, this last quarter is going to be absolutely rammed with releases. Yeah. Because you've got all this forty k stuff, um, you you've got um, presumably catacombs, you've mm -hmm. got underworld stuff coming out, you've got um, the Age of Sigmar box set. I mm -hmm. think the Age of Sigmar book. We've still not seen Gargants. Um, it's new, a lot. New Blood Bowl. Did I say new, new Blood, Blood Bowl. Bowl. New Blood. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, yeah, um, it, it's certainly paid my plan to get all the code <laughs> codices as they come out. Uh, they, they've revealed a new Death Guard model as well, who looks just ah, yeah. chef's kiss. Yeah, double uh, double plague spewer on this guy. He is he, a Lord of Virulence, I think. Lord of Virulence. Uh, he is basically to the Death Guard uh, what a. Um, Tech Marine is to Space Marines he buffs all your demon engines uh, which is cool nice to have that sort of role he's I'll probably gonna, pick one up at some point yeah he's got that very industrial look with like the pipe stacks yeah. coming out his back um, so, so yeah that, that covers off um, uh, the news 
for this week? Uh, the only additional thing in this uh, release was a Forge World book as well, which yeah. is great. They're going to bring all the Forge World stuff up to date. 191 new data cards, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and really good for the Death Core of Krieg players out there because they haven't had an update in donkeys. So, yeah. so that'll be cool. That That is the news. So it's nice to actually have news. Yeah, yeah I know. But we have also been gaming. So we what have. have we been doing? Well, we, we've played quite a bit of Root this week, yes, haven't we, Charlotte? we have. Uh, you've been loving it. I have really enjoyed it, yes, because we got the um, complete, the, all the expansions yeah, got and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went we a bit mad. We played any of the expansions of our set. Anyway, no, so we decided that we really wanted to wrap our head around mm-hmm. the like the core factions. I think not mm-hmm. not just for ourselves, but also like for when we have to teach other people the game, yeah. right? Yes. So it means that like between the three of us, we should have a yeah. decent grasp of most of the stuff there. Because that's mm-hmm. something I would say that the first time we played it, now it had been what almost six months, maybe probably, probably longer, longer yeah. since we played it last, and realizing that actually, as much as we had played it before. We were we were led by Jamie of the Giant Brain. Yes. Um, and actually not having him there to talk us through. Yeah, you know, did totally make it. <laughs> like, that, what are we that, doing? That being said, though, the game comes with three books. Yeah. yeah. You've got the little little pamphlet that like takes you by the hand and actually walks you through a game. Mm-hmm. Like it tells you all the moves. You've got the learn to play guide, which. It's taking the stabilizers off. It tells you how each of the factions work. It walks mm-hmm. you through their abilities, and then you have the rulebook itself, which pretty much looks like a legal document. Yeah. where it's got like you know paragraphs, subsections, and all that. Because mm. um, there's a lot. But there's it's not too to overwhelming. It doesn't no, feel. It's all it's all very well laid yeah. out, and even like that main rulebook with all the the stuff in it. Um, it's very easy to refer to. Yeah. It doesn't take long to find anything in mm-hmm. it. So, um, I mean, uh, kudos to to Leather Games with the the way that they've packaged all that because it's a tough game to learn. There's a lot going on, but they make it as easy as possible to get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so how what what results have we had then? So okay. that this week I think we've played. You and I have played three games, Charlotte. Have we? Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. So, we uh, earlier in the week, I were I played the Eerie, mm-hmm. and you were Marquise the Cat. Yes. And I got absolutely leathered. Yep. I. So, we played on the winter map. Yeah. Which is the yeah. randomized clearings, which I think definitely really mm-hmm. hurt me in particular because it meant that. I didn't have ready access to every type of clearing yeah. necessarily the way that you do on the woodland yeah. map. Like if you're in a fox clearing in the woodland map, it'll always connect to an, yeah. a, at least one other rabbit and mouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't get that necessarily in the, the, the winter one where it's randomised. So my uh, my government collapsed three times. Yeah, yeah and that's brutal. Yeah. I've just been playing as the area as well and like having it collapse once is bad. Yeah, <laughs> three, three times mine's collapsed. So... I just couldn't catch up to you mm-hmm. and Marquise the Cat and Marquise the Cat is one of these factions where if you do not check them yeah. they're just going to live in a way with yeah. it the other thing as well was I played the Marquise differently than I normally would um, like I would normally go on a defensive action mm-hmm. but instead played it resource heavy and made a point because I never craft any I don't know why 
I never craft any cards. I always focus on beating people beating up because that's what's up. fun. But you went you went full Roman this time, weren't you? Fortifying building. Yeah, and all that, yeah, and, and it, it paid. It paid it off because you won two games this yeah. week as Marquis yeah. yeah, I was playing as Eerie in that second game, mm-hmm. uh, and Eerie are very tricky. I think out of all the basic factions, they are the the hardest for me to wrap my head around. With what with their like programming, yeah. I think so. I I think I think they're the the trickiest. I think I can see the potential for sure, though. Yeah, I think I think uh, a lot of them can be kind of tricky and awkward mm. in their own ways, and there's certain states of play where all of the factions can be worked in yeah. a corner. Mm. Like in the the last game that we played, you played the Woodland Alliance, and you just yeah. couldn't even get started. Yeah, I played them wrong though from the beginning. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, it's my first time playing them, and I I didn't play them right, so it meant that I was on the back foot for mm-hmm. the majority of the game. I so we played two games tonight. Um, Charlotte and I played our two player game earlier in the week, mm-hmm. and I played the Tinker Vagabond tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I I even got the vagabond pack meeples. So yeah. I had, they're had, so cool. Yeah. I love them. I had, I had the I had my little beaver. Oh, beaver. Mm-hmm. He was a little beaver. Yeah, the little beaver uh, meeple. So he he he's pretty interesting playing as the vagabond because you 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 kind of do your own thing to mm-hmm. an extent because I think you the game can hang in the balance a lot of the time with the Vagabond yeah, because he's dishing out cards to the different players kind of trying to help, like you're helping everyone a little bit, right? but you don't want to help one too much because that can backfire mm-hmm. on you I was quite offended though because you've been giving me lots of cards and I was like yeah, yeah, yeah and then all of a sudden you started giving Josh cards and I was like, and it was until I, I, was, I, I made a play to win the game yeah, and, and then, 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 then that tap <laughs> It was just turned off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you you tried to go for a dominance victory. I need, and I would have got away with it too if it weren't for you meddling Woodland Alliance and uh, Tinkerers. Yeah, uh, it was very close though. It was close. Not, but not, not, not for me. No, <laughs> no, no. Poor Woodland Alliance did not do well, no, uh, no. but the Vagabond came out on top of that game. Yeah. I am keen to try the Woodland Alliance again now that I've got a clearer idea of how they play because uh-huh. I, I just I played them all wrong first time round, so I would like to play another game. Yeah. Oh, the, well, the Woodland Alliance are the only one out of the base faction that I've not played as yet. Mm-hmm. But like, I, f- I feel like I've got enough of an understanding of the base game where I'm happy enough to move on to Expansions. an expansion now. Yeah. But I mean, like, but weirdly, like the Riverfolk was the first faction I yeah. ever played as. I'm quite keen to go back to them because I really enjoy playing as the, the river folk. I want to play as the weird lizards. Yeah, the you, cult of I, lizards. I think it's yeah. going to be a fight between you and Josh for the. For I'll, the... I'll let you play the cult of lizard first. You can you can uh, you can do that. I'll yeah. stick to one of the core factions. But yeah, the 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 I, I won the the third game as the the vagabond, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was through sabotaging Josh's. You dominance. went full Rambo. Yeah, because it, it was quite funny because like my my vagabond was quite peaceful most of the game. He was just doing his own thing, yeah. crafting, doing and quests, he, and then uh, as the eerie density like started to sink its claws back into the woodland, you needed to take up arms, so you started yeah. crafting swords and crossbows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the once peaceful man. Yeah, I didn't want to have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> So, it's a great game, and you know, I th- I think it, it's the measure of a game where, even if you. You you're not really winning. You still enjoy it. Yeah, 
Yeah. I think as, as long as like you you're able to do your own thing, it, it don't get me wrong. It's it can be incredibly frustrating at times. Like the game we played the other week where I was mm-hmm. my keys to the cat. I just uh, yeah, I wanted to jump off the my basement <laughs> floor. With that that was uh, that was horrendous. That yeah, but no, we're we're really liking it. So and we'll we'll continue to play it, no doubt. So what other expansions do we have to play? We've got all of them. So we've got the Clockwork expansion, which yes, which is the, the, the four original factions mm. as AI, mm, which I think cool. I think for us where it's like three of us playing, I think plugging an AI in might be an interesting. For science, I want to set up a four-player game with just AI and just <laughs> see how that <laughs> will see what happens. We can take bets on it. <laughs> We could, like, yeah, we could maybe yeah. try that sometime. Just, see what that's just, like. Just in a basement filled with smoke and like businessmen, <laughs> like, yeah. just placing wants of cash down. So is this our next endeavor after Tiny Horse Fights? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about tinyhorsefights.com. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what would we call it? Like woodland, woodland, woodland bookmakers. <laughs> um, we could. So we've got the Clockwork expansion. Mm-hmm. We've got the. I forget what it's called, but it's the Corvid Conspiracy oh, yes. and the Underground Duchy. Yeah. The Mole People. Yeah. And that comes with a new map, mm. two sided. So you've got an underground map and I think a mountain map. Which is cool. More uh, variety. And then we've got the the little Vagabond pack, which yeah. comes with some new Vagabond classes and the awesome meeples. And then the, the Riverfolk yeah. expansion, which mm-hmm. comes with, again, some new classes for the Vagabond. Uh, the lizard cult, the river folk, and I think that was actually there's uh, the Marquise the Cat AI version one comes in there. Ah, oh, right. And then the clockwork okay. one is version two. Cool, cool, cool. So they obviously worked out some of the kinks with mm-hmm. that. Uh, so gaming wise, what else have we been up to? Well, you and I had Star Wars yeah. this week. We did quite a bit of role playing this week. We were defending our um, base against uh, the might of the Imperium. Yeah. And we won. Yeah. So, um, thanks to thanks to me, babe, like manning a, a gun turret and uh, your engineer keeping the whole base together. Yeah, and then right at the end, my engineer coming out and just like, <laughs> just going all wire airp on the. I'll, I'll, I'll point out. So this is a game that's being run by uh, our friends David uh, David Wright and uh, Simon and John Harper. Simon and John are doing stuff as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't carry it, yeah. but um, yeah, it was that was fun. And then uh, our Age of Sigma Soulbound campaign's been continuing as well. Yeah, so we're doing a bit of investigating into some cult shenanigans in the city of the Tempest's Eye. Which we're pretty sure is uh, pretty sure is something zinchy, right? Yeah, it's almost always zinch when it's like bastards. covert cult Beaky stuff. bastards. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, not a whole lot to report. We're, we've got another lead on that. But yeah, we're just we're basically following the trail. Yeah, we think we we think we've met the big bad, like, or, or at least one of them. This dude who's basically sat in the equivalent of Mister Burns's office uh, in in the Age of yeah. Sigma universe. So we're pretty sure he's a badden. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. So we've not we've not had combat for a few sessions now, but it's been good. I think that's going to change soon. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of combat, we had a game of Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Proper on Friday night. 
So, um, I'll get my excuses in now. Um, uh, basically, I, uh, my my own models are inaccessible right now. My uh, my fault. <laughs> no, I could have I could have moved them, but yeah. um, so I basically cobbled together a night haunt army using models that Ben has uh, at his flat, um, and we had a one thousand five hundred point game. Yeah. Uh, we, you were playing your fire slayers and we were playing a scenario where you're trying to prevent my general or any of my units entering the city, right? It's called Honor or Oast and it's from the it's from the Fire Slayer battle, Tom. Mm-hmm. And like and like you say, it's um it's not it's not the like standard counting objective points at the end of each turn type yeah. scenario. It's that there are objectives but they're like they're very absolute. It's if your general gets into the city, you win. Yeah. If I kill your general, I win. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you get a minor victory if any of your other units break into the city. Yeah. And I get a minor victory if no one enters the city. So it was a um, it was a victory to Ben. Yes. I, I could not break his line at all. I forget how nasty those magma drops are. Yep. I was trying... My strategy... I maintain I think it was a sound strategy. Oh, I think so. Was to basically try... Because I knew Ben wasn't going to move off where he needed to defend. So I thought, right, well, what I'm going to do is try and take out one unit at a time. Um, I started with a big magma droth. I thought that what I threw at it would have been enough, but no. Yeah. To be fair, though, that magma droth was my general. So Mm -hmm. he did have the commands trait... um, he had the weapon artifact yeah and I chucked a couple of buffs at him as well mm-hmm. so it's not as if it was just like a vanilla magma droth no there were there were some uh, other factors at play there but you know it's funny like you saying that about the magma droth I, I'm in the fire slayer facebook group and uh, like to be to, mo- most of the discussion on the Fire Slayer Facebook group tends to be towards competitive stuff, and it's because they are considered like one of the upper tier mm-hmm. armies at the moment. So there, there are probably a lot of meta chasers in the group. It's not just like a straight up Fire Slayer fan group. Yeah. Um, and consensus in the group seems to be that Magma Droths are not worth their points. Okay. I beg to differ. Well, they they were certainly worth their points that game. I can, I You'd can have confirm an entire that. army of magma drops if you could. Well, I've 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 got one currently behind you guys on the painting desk there. Uh, he's getting worked on, and I've got uh, one still on the sprue that I'm going to build. So I'm going to have um, four of them eventually, maybe mm-hmm. five. I do have other ideas for other <laughs> color schemes. So you are working on an entire army of magma drops. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Um, I mean. Honestly, it's like one of my favourite games workshop kits. Yeah. I, they're, they're just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact that they've been able to create a dragon that still looks like a dragon but has a lot of conceptual symmetry with the dwarfs themselves. Yeah. It's like stocky and brutal. Yeah. And it's even got runes hammered. Into its and flesh. even down to the fact like it's got frills going along its spine which remind me of the mohawks yeah the, the, yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's really a really clever little kit but I, I maintain that I think a lot of people 
granted there are some stuff in these games that are just suboptimal but I think more often than not the things that people say are not worth it it's not that they're not worth it it's just that people don't know how to use them yeah. and the things that they try and encourage people to use are a little bit more point and click yeah, yeah. sure um, but yeah no, it, would, it did great work that game can confirm that um, I'll Mate, I'll see. I'll see how I fare next time. Yeah, next time, gadget. Next, I, I can't do the deep voice. Next yeah. time, I mean, it's uh, like, Ben. Could, next yeah, time, could maybe nah, not even bother laying some effects. That's too much work. Nah. <laughs> I'm editing this, yeah. so that's that's just not happening. But you you were hanging about when the game was happening. Do you, any any comments as an observer? <laughs> I suppose it's been that long since I've played or been around just playing it, and I'd had. You began playing it, and I was putting the baby down. And because of an issue with his crib, i.e., uh, not being him being so tall. Yeah, he's, he's, le- he's learned how to vault out of the he's crib. Somersaulted out of the crib. Wow! Me? So we've had to sit with him whilst he goes to sleep. So I was in there for about two hours, I think. Yeah. And then I came out. I got a shower, or a bath, or about. And then I came back out, and you were still gaming. Yep. <laughs> yep. What's happening? And then it wasn't that long till he's finished. We were doing a lot of waffling though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I, I am not a fast player. I, I'll, I'll say that. I don't no. think I'm painfully slow. I think it's just because no, I'm but, talking. but this, this is the beauty of like playing in somebody's house. Is yeah. like, you don't need to worry about the time because exactly. that, that was one of the things that always like made me a little anxious playing in like uh, you know clubs and shops. Mm. Is that time time's always yeah. against you? Yeah. Whereas, like, you can, you can just like, and you, you, you did you how you cracked open a couple of cans and. Oh, it was great, yeah. Yeah. Even though I got my, it, it wasn't a particularly close game. No, <laughs> so even yeah. despite that, um, still enjoyed it. They're they're a tough army to shift though the fire slayers. Yeah, yeah. I still love playing night haunt though. It's just so many things to remember. Yeah. I need to get better. I at think that. I can't. I'll, I'll need to find the name of it, but there's allegedly a, a website that yeah. generates cheat sheets for you, and like, because it was something that that you know, like I'd said to you as well, is that you've got so many little synergies and things that mm. you need to remember. It might be worthwhile you having like a prompt list. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, that that that's been our week of gaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and I think that just about rounds it up he says with an upward inflex yeah so, so someone wants to like chat in with anything else Um. yeah we'll, we'll be playing a, a little bit more Root so yeah. if you are a Root enthusiast uh, let us know if there's any particular faction or combination of factions mm-hmm. that you'd like to see us try out in the, the game we're still uh, Josh and I we're still doing a bit of role playing I think Star Wars is going to be on hiatus for a bit shortly uh, yes um, due to Albacon I need to look at uh, joining one of those games um, I, I've got uh, the Star Wars campaign that Tom Mannering is running though Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll report back on that with R3 do you remember E7. Tom we should get him back in the show sometime <laughs> I keep saying like we'll get him back um, we'll have to do it online is the only thing yeah because we're yeah, yeah it's worth saying Josh is in our bubble that's why he's here recording with us yeah I'm allowed we are based in Glasgow which means that we are now again in lockdown yeah mm. it's rubbish yeah um, 
But one thing I wanted to say about Albacon was I noticed that Dave had put into the Discord. We've not really done much on the Discord. We need to get back into the Discord. Yeah, we'll get but back into Dave it. David put a wee uh, comment in about the fact that there's going to be a Hellboy RPG. Yeah. And I got so excited. The, the thing 3rd and 4th of October. That's when, Alba- yeah. that's when Albacon's happening. So, yeah, we so might. You guys might be doing a bit of Hellboy. I, I, love to do a bit I don't of know Hellboy. much about the Hellboy. Uh, universe, but I don't know much about the RPG. I don't even know who you you know like characters. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I love Hellboy. I think it only just funded on Kickstarter. It's it's pretty um, pretty fresh. Pretty fresh, yeah. I would be interested. I might sign up for that. Yeah. I don't know if it's. Let me check. Though we are moving house at the end of the month, so I need to see. I would like to pack my house up. For two ah, games. got tons of time. Right. I've already started packing. <laughs> so Hellboy the role playing game is produced by Mantic Games, who oh. did who did also produce the board yeah. game and the the skirmish game. Yeah. So oh. they are really getting their money's worth out of that. That license. <laughs> that yeah. license. Too right. And they've pre- they've produced some beautiful miniatures for yeah. it. Yeah. If you need any miniatures painted for Hellboy, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by. Ashton Hold Art. There we go. Yeah. All your oh, miniature wow. painting needs. I've been so out of the loop when it comes to gaming. I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. And they act, they actually, with the role-playing game, also include some miniatures. It looks as though the bad guys are like the... It's, it looks like the deep ones. Mm-hmm. It's a Lovecraftian... Rocking that Lovecraftian vibe. Looks cool. Do you, do you remember that time where we were in a restaurant at UK Games Expo one year? Mm-hmm. And we were talking to a, a, a gentleman who shall remain, remain nameless. Okay. And he was enthusing about how much he liked Hellboy. But also, within the course of the same conversation, alluded to the fact that he hates Lovecraft. Yes, I remember this. This irked you somewhat. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because Mick Magnola has said the main influence for Hellboy was Lovecraft. Yep. Don't know. Maybe like maybe it's like because people think of Lovecraft being like that sort of the Call of Cthulhu nineteen twenties aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, it's not always. But it's not always no. And it's um actually um Michael Shea who's considered like one of the most prolific of the wider mythos mm. writers. Most of his stuff set in the eighties in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. But it's it's considered like iconic mythos. I suppose as well though is you can like you can like somebody's interpretation of mythos without necessarily. Oh no, I, I get the, that, uh, but it's the fact like he he was very vehement yeah. in how terrible Lovecraft was, and it's like because I know people that don't like Tolkien. Yeah. But they're still like we still have to pay deference to the granddaddy of modern fantasy. Yeah. And I I think you know even if he if he said. I personally don't like Lovecraft's writing, but yeah, yeah. but it, there was none of that, and it was the fact that he also refused to see that there was a relationship was yeah. between Lovecraft. So he didn't and associate Hellboy. the two. No. Yeah, weird. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so we might have a crack at uh, yeah. Hellboy. Yeah. I will probably be painting. I think. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. All your painting needs, I yes. all that. Yeah. Um, so that that was actually a bit longer for the. Um, I think that's all we've got time for. But now, 
That is all we have time for. Yes. Yep. So, uh, guys, thanks for listening. Until next time, take care. Bye. 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 Bye.